0: Hopefully you enjoyed the main episode we did with Phil. And there is absolutely no reason why you shouldn't have. And because you enjoyed it so much, just for you, yes, you, we've got some bonus content for you. Uh, I have asked Phil to come up with two songs apropos of any reason. It could be something that he's been listening to an hour before. doing this show it could be something that has always been stuck in his head since way beyond it could be anything for any reason just two songs and I'm going to bring two songs to the table as well and together we're going to make a combined uh, musical mystery tour bonus EP and uh, again no idea what Phil's bringing to the table and likewise he has no idea what I have brought for him Uh, so do you want to get us started with your first pick Phil what have you got
1: Yes, so my first pick is going to be, I thought I was a bit underrepresented okay. in uh, my another big passionate music of mine. So I've gone with a DJ Shadow song called oh. Organ
0: Donor, and it's oh. the extended version. Yes. 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 Anything from yes. Shadow in general, anything from introducing.
1: Yeah, so this is actually, uh, so Organ Donor is obviously off um, introducing, but then he mm. done a... Um, another a kind of like a, a a remix of like a lot of songs and uh, and he does have you heard the extended version? Um, probably at some point. Yeah, so it's on um I can't remember what what the uh, preemptive strike is on preemptive strike, okay. which is kind of like a like a kind of re remix of like a lot of songs and it's like a, an extended version. And obviously, this is uh, a song that was sampled uh, from a guy called Giorgio Moroder. Oh, uh, song, a song called Tears, yeah, a song called Tears from the seventies. It's kind of like a, the song is like an organ based song, isn't it? It's like with church choir vibes, with like strings mm-hmm. and and the original song almost has a trip hop vibe to it, but he's kind of taken that. And then he's added like a proper like breakbeat over it and then like sampled it. And he's like probably using an NPC groove box to kind of, uh, you know, trigger everything and mix it up. And, and for me, I picked this song just because Organ Donor was another one of these game changer songs to me where I heard it when I was quite, Younger, and wasn't really into trip-hop and 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 hip-hop and stuff like that and somebody just kind of was like well what about this and i listened to it and just completely blew my mind and from there you know i started to kind of like i use an npc um one myself and i i actually have an npc live and i kind of make my own like crappy songs you know using like you know finding great beats and finding little samples and doing a similar kind of thing but obviously in the much poorer and shittier <laughs> scale but you know i kind of um it just inspired me and i i you know from from dj shadow i moved into things like uh, like poise head The mm-hmm. massive attack and then like i got into more hip-hop like like we spoke about cool Keith, yeah. MF doing cosimoto jurassic five all that Kind of stuff, and then more DJs are like DJ Sh- Yoda, and one of my favorite uh, DJ Shadow. One, actually, one of my favorite pieces of music of all time is the mixtape "Brain Freeze." DJ
0: Shadow and cut chemist. Have you heard oh, that? Oh my days! I forgot about that. You put me onto that. Yeah, yeah. You put so me onto I, that.
1: Yeah, it's on YouTube. I have like, I've, yeah, I've got it downloaded. it
0: Yeah, I'm definitely going back to that. I haven't listened to that yeah. for years. Yeah, and, uh, and there's and yeah. also
1: product placement is the second one, but I product actually think "Brain Freeze", Brain is, freeze better. is better. Yeah. Yeah, and there's. A, hey, do you know that they've done? Uh, they done. Uh, they done another one uh, recently, no. like a few years ago. But basically, you know, I can just listen to these kind of like like funk and soul. Um, you know, uh, um, samples like with breakbeats over them and the scratch DJs and scratching and like sample-based stuff. I can just listen to it all day. Mm-hmm. And and the reason why I picked this song is because I think that's a superior version of the song, the okay. extended version. And it kind of just opened me up the whole
0: album, but that song in particular mm. spoke to me. Is organ your favorite track from Introducing?
1: Um, is it my? I mean, it's 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 def, it's definitely one of them. Mm. You know, I like Midnight in the Perfect World, oh, yeah. and so you know, and, and I like the opening track and the second track. And uh, I mean, I, you know, it's there's just so much there's just so much good in there. That's, but,
0: that's the thing; you could pull anything off there. And yeah. just be like impressed with it in so many different and you, ways. And you know, he
1: built it all on like a an MPC mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um you know, groove box and he just like had had his little groove box and he's sampling stuff with it. And it's just building it all and work because they had limitations with their memory, with the memory on it, you know, the storage. So they had to like bounce tracks and figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I just think it's just such a cool concept. Like you can, like you can just create a whole album and and then, I mean, how I don't know how they got away with the copyright on that.
0: On that. Yeah, that's the thing because the entire thing samples. Basically, it's, it's, it's just rearranged. And I know a lot the of number musicians... Song. Number song is is oh, just like god tier. Um, I know a lot of musicians probably have issues with introducing because it is all of a recorded material and it's not like him putting together things with a, an instrument per se. But I think the level of just creativity and imagination to take everything that's on that record and you're talking about an like unquantifiable amount of records and samples and rearranging yeah. them in the way that he's done is crazy. And and you
1: know it's it's kind of like people. I think that people sometimes they underestimate DJs and underestimate mm-hmm. people like that, and they think oh they're just doing they're just spinning yeah discs, other people's you know, stuff like, yeah yeah just like flicking a switch. It's like <laughs> no like the 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 level the understanding of music that some of these people have yeah. are is like second to none. You know what what uh, people like DJ Shadow, Cut Chemist, you know these these kind of DJs they they have like a knowledge of music that most people don't. You know, um, mm. so I just, yeah, I think it's a really great song, really cool song. Uh, I really love the way it's produced. I love the the equipment they use. I use it myself. So, uh, yeah, all donor
0: Excellent. Excellent choice. And I'm going to throw out there as a complete sidebar recommendation uh, for anybody that does love Shadow and introducing and just that type of music. Uh, there's a documentary called Dark Days, in yes. which his entire uh, album. The underground. Homeless the underground community. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Amazing, a, amazing. A brilliant documentary and a great mm. use of music from that record. So, yeah, throw that in there in the list of recommendations. All right, so my pick um is <laughs> completely going off the the radar here um, and is like a complete sort of 180 from what you've picked. Okay, I good. I am a, a fan of the occasional novelty record, if it's yes, good. okay. Okay. If it's good, I want to throw that in okay. there. I'm not talking about okay. Keith, Hav- Keith um, Harris and Orville. You know, I'm, not, I'm right. not including that. I put this as a sort of preface because my pick is a song called Naughty, Naughty, Naughty by Joy Sarney. It is a pop track from 1977, uh, released on Alaska Records, reached number 26 in the charts at the time. Um, and it's... How to describe it? It's a sort of strange tune that sort of invokes a little bit of the uh, "Oh, we do like to be beside the seaside" motif, and then kind of derails into something else entirely. Uh, basically, a song that details Joy, the singer, presumably, or a character in the song. I'm not entirely sure which. Haven't done that deep of a dive into it. Turning down the sexual advances of Mr. Punch, the puppet from Mr. Punch and Judy that's a high concept isn't it it is a high concept and it's one that works weirdly I mean it's strange and bizarre and doesn't really need to exist but it does and I'm glad it does and I think I like it mainly because the hook is actually really sticky like once you hear the 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 melody of the chorus it will be in your head for a while but well
1: I'm looking at I've 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 gone onto YouTube and I mm-hmm. put it in, Naughty Naughty Naughty, which I was a bit scared to do anyway. <laughs> but um, I'm looking at an image of Top of the Pops. Yep,
0: that's probably which... one of two videos, I think, um, that you can find of it.
1: And there's a weird, like, puppet in the background, yep. like kind of looking, leering, almost leering, yep. yeah, at, at this young woman with one of those thin condenser mics. From 70 the 70s. mics, yeah. And I wonder who the, the, the
0: host was of this Top of the Pops show. I dread to think. Oh, yeah. It's right in... It's 77. It's right in that spot, isn't it? It's right. It's right in that
1: naughty spot. Indeed. Uh, More than than that. Yeah. So, Mm. um, yeah, but I will definitely listen to that. And um, how did you find this song?
0: This... So, for, for a number of years now, I've been compiling, like, a playlist of, like, abstract music that I've come across that, like, spans all genres. In fact, that playlist itself is kind of one of the inception points for the podcast as a whole. Because when I look at it and I dive into it occasionally, I'm like, geez, this is extremely strange and eclectic and no (laughs) one song is really quite like the other. And so it's kind of become a thing for me where I'll just pick up all sorts of different ideas and styles and genres, like from beats to film library music to Mm 70s novelty pop songs about horny puppets um There's a lot in there, so I wanted to pull something from that playlist, and I thought it's fun, it's silly, it's got, a, as I say, a sticky melody for a hook. It's high concept.
1: Well, my my the singer in my band would probably be like, let's do this song. So I probably please won't do share, to and and no, if you
0: do do no. a rendition of it, no, please, I'm going to make a suggestion. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that forward. Oh, that is that is my okay. request.
1: Let me have a listen to it because <laughs> it looks it looks bloody insane.
0: I must say that as well. Like when it gets to the hook, Mr. Punch the puppet actually joins in and it kind of its like backing vocals slash a duet. Okay. But whoever is it kind doing, of like a seventies Mr. Blobby? Kind of, but better. Okay. Well, but is that the, 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 well, I don't know, you tell me. The the <laughs> thing with Mr. Punch's vocals is it sounds like it's been done through a kazoo. Okay. Yeah, and it it can get a little bit annoying. I will throw that in there, so don't okay. Don't say I didn't warn you. But um, well, I'll, yeah, I'll
1: listen to it with with Gusto. Yeah, I further. should also
0: just throw in as well because I did a little bit of research uh, on this. As you can tell, this was a one-hit wonder for Joy Sana. Uh, it was followed by the single "Angling for a Kiss," which didn't make the charts. And uh, no, if you... no, that's it. You know, she's obviously found a winning formula, hasn't repeated it, and she's failed. Uh, If you want a physical copy, and this is like a really interesting tangent, if you want a physical copy of this on seven-inch vinyl and you live in Britain, you can get it from Vinyl Tap. And this is interesting because Vinyl Tap is actually a record store in Huddersfield where I went to uni and lived for a number of years. So accidentally in researching Naughty Naughty Naughty, I ended up kind of going full circle to a record store I know pretty well. Wow. Yeah. Small world. So there you go. Yeah, oh. there you go. I'll <laughs> All listen. right,
1: I'll listen.
0: So there you go. That's my that's my first pick. What's your second for the bonus EP? Okay, so I have actually gone some
1: something for something some semi serious, but uh, okay. we did speak about it earlier, and it's mm. um, Doctor Octagon. Oh yeah, Doctor nice. Octagon. It's a song called Blue Flowers off the mm. Doctor go- Octo Doctor Octagon.
0: It's hard to say. Yeah yeah
1: and i believe this is his first solo album um he was in the ultra magnetic mcs Mm -hmm. wasn't he Mm -hmm. and um and cool as cool keith and it's like a concept album this album about this kind of homicidal gynecologist
0: it's like an alien surgeon (laughs) if i remember rightly is the persona yeah yeah,
1: and from the future and it's a concept album and it's hip-hop and the reason why it's so um I've, I've picked this is because for a few reasons one of the reasons is is that um for a hip-hop act you know we we spoke earlier about being people being formulaic, formulaic and i feel mm-hmm. like in the 90s like after like dr dre and you know snoop Dogg and all these kind of like i don't know if they're east coast or west coast snoop and drive um, west yeah yeah so yeah. kind of the you had the east and west coast stuff and they all they had their styles and then everybody was just doing that Mm-hmm. and it was like you know and then you had did have stuff like jurassic five and triple quest and more old school stuff mm-hmm. but nobody was really kind of like pushing the boundary and then cool keith came along and was like no i'm going to do this concept album and he's this like homicidal alien uh, surge gynecologist from the future who's come to give expert patient care <laughs> um, and uh, and blue flowers is a song on that album throughout the album you know it screams afrofuturism doesn't it mm-hmm. and you know it has all these themes and uh it, you know it's it's you know he's talking about what it's like to be a patient and in, in a doctor in the future what it's like you know the, the the weird diseases that he's treating he comes up with these strange characters um and you know talks about half shark half alligator um you know patience and how he's gonna and and cirrhosis of the eye and all these weird <laughs> concepts that he brings up and, he, and and he does it in a kind of semi serious way. he doesn't kind of like delve too too deep into it mm-hmm. but there's all on the surface he's always kind of talking about these different themes you know and i just think that it was like a really inspirational record and because for, for lots of people and obviously i'm i can't rap or anything like that but i imagine that lots of people are like hold on we can do something different right yeah you know, we can, we don't have to just do, you know, like pop songs, we can do something different. And then, you know, I feel like he kind of gave rise to like a whole different type of hip hop for people. And it's kind of in a way, like, I like these concepts, and I like artists that, you know, um, take on characters and concepts, almost like David Bowie, you know, how like Bowie used to do mm-hmm. that with a saying and Uh, you know and all these different characters the thin white duke etc so i feel like in terms of hip hop terms cool keith is one of those type of characters he doesn't just sing about the same kind of things and blue flowers is just a really weird song that the sounds are sampled from weird kind of psychological thrillers from, from the 50s and and the themes are just really unique and weird and and yeah, I really love it. And I, and 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 you are also a fan.
0: I am, yeah. And and it, kind of for me, and I think for anybody that seems interested in this that has never heard it, it's definitely something you should check out. But it will open up a door for a lot of what I would consider counterculture hip hop. Because, like you say, at yeah. that point in time, it was like people either trying to emulate sort of G funk West Coast style or that sort yeah. of rugged yeah. New York um, based hip hop. Whereas this, it was kind of yeah, taking a different stance on production, different ideas from sampling and just different ideas in terms of concept and what a hip hop record can be and what a, a hip hop artist can be. Uh, so, yeah, if you if you like this, then there is a doorway to all sorts of stuff like Deltron 3000 uh, the yes. stuff that LP was doing. Cuber
1: scratches uh, is, is the DJ on it as well. Is mm-hmm. the Cube, DJ Cuber, a really good scratching. and I think for a lot of people, they probably hear this stuff and they go, "What is this?" You know? <laughs> yeah. But I guess if you are kind of like open to music being, you know, about artistic. Uh, I don't want to sound too pretentious, but about like you know about um about being an artistic a form of art that you can use to you know experience things in different mm-hmm. ways and. And express yourself, then you know, it can only be a good thing. But I think for lots of lots of people they don't get this kind of
0: thing. Yeah, no, (laughs) totally. And 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 admittedly, when I first heard it, I was like, What on earth is this? But I I was intrigued enough to keep coming back. And what really kind of sold me on it was the fact that someone was willing to lose all their sort of inhibitions of like, I need to present myself as hard and serious and like this. And it's like true, you can actually be kind of silly. And fun uh, yeah and yeah yeah just think way outside the box and just again going back to what you were talking about in the main episode with saint vincent having that single-minded thing of like i like this i think this will work i'm gonna make this yeah, but having the yeah. credential and the skill and the technical ability to back it up and kind of have people be like yeah this is really weird but it's caught my ear and my attention yeah and i want more
1: and it kind of reminds me of something that Quentin Tarantino said. Obviously, a, a director, actor, director, writer, but he said, "You know, I make my films for me, mm. and you're and you're all invited." You know, he's, that's a you know, great he's, approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. like that. So. That's
0: a great quote. So, rounding this off, um, and we're kind of going a little bit full circle. Uh, in oh. the main episode, we did talk a little bit about uh, Aphex twin because you did pick "Come to Daddy." Um, my second pick for the bonus EP. And we also talked about this gentleman and how you had a, an encounter with him. Um, oh. Squarepusher Pusher and AFX, um, an alias for AFX Twin, the track is called Freeman, Hardy and Willis Acid. Freeman,
1: Hardy and Willis?
0: Yeah, Freeman, Hardy and Willis Acid. Wasn't that a shop? It was, and I'm going to get into that in a second. I that didn't was a know... and it was a shop. It was I, a shop. I didn't know this until till diving into it. Um yeah. but the the track Freeman Hardy and Willis Acids released in nineteen ninety-eight as part of the warp compilation record We yes. Are Reasonable People, which is a brilliant jumping off point. If you like what you heard with Come to Daddy, you kind of want to get more into sort of I what's building IDM and Warp Records is definitely something you want to dive into. Um and especially this because it's a good introduction. There's Boards of Canada on there as well. Mm-hmm. Lots of really interesting acts that were uh, aligned with the label. It is available um, for instant purchase via Warp Records Bandcamp for ninety nine p. Oh, or you can get or you can get the entire album for nine pounds. Um, I just wanted to throw that out seeing as I was doing plugs for vinyl tap. I thought I might as well yeah, do them for yeah. Warp Records as well. Um, I haven't heard I just, this. I, it's great. Is it's it? really indicative of that sort of uh, IDM sort of drill and bass sound of that point when really interesting things were happening with electronic music. Yeah. It's got this real sort of sweeping, menacing, ambient layer that kind of swishes back and forward in the background, almost like a sort of textural metronome of sorts, and then layered on top of it is this, like, bedrock of just frantic, weird, evolving breakbeat patterns. Um, I think this period, if
1: I remember, like, just in general, of, like, these kind of acts... You know, like they, um, there was a lot of inspiration for people like Tom York and Radiohead, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Like, um, mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to hear, to hear a little bit. Of
0: yeah, you, you can hear it. You can, can definitely you? hear um, in terms of like the ambient stuff Square Pusher was doing. Like, you put me onto Square Pusher as well. Like, you recommended Feed Me yes. Weird Things years and years ago. And I really, I listened to a couple of things and it didn't really catch my attention, but I came back to it it's because I did the tape copy.
1: It is hard to get into. You have to force yourself. It's the olive thing again.
0: Right, because there's a lot of stuff going on. But like, if you stick with it and you let those layers unpeel, you'll see there's so much depth to it and so much versatility. But um, yeah, I, just this track, I, I've, I've kind of discovered it just a couple of years ago, but it's been, again, in that, that playlist I've been making and just been on constant rotation. So I thought, because you introduced me to Square Pusher, I thought, I've got to go with this. To go oh, full thank circle.
1: You. Yeah, I mean, it's like, something that probably has passed me by. Or maybe I have heard it, but I think I probably haven't. Mm. So I'm definitely going to listen to this. Um Excellent. Um,
0: Yeah, wow. You were right in saying that Freeman, Hardy and Willis was a shop. It was a shoe store, which was mm. originally founded in 1875. And then it was bought by the British Shoe Corporation and then subsequently ceased operations in 1996. But... In recent Mm. years, it has risen like the proverbial footwear phoenix as an online store, which now sells everything from muck boots to women's barley weave lace-ups. And if you're wondering, the latter is a lightweight, laid-back shoe to complete your dress-down summertime outfits. It's only available in white. It's only available in white, but the sizes range from four to eight, and it's available right now for £80, tax included. High maintenance white isn't it clean all the time i mean that's not the only pair black or brown they they do they do sell plenty of black and brown shoes muck boots as well whatever okay Mm. Mm.
1: so are they are they still in the uk then or or is it
0: yeah i believe it's still in the uk but as i say just an online retailer so there for all of your seasonal Mm. shoe needs
1: i remember that from when i was a child i remember just the other day we were talking i was talking to my friends about um they were saying how you can you can tell someone's age by their the shops that were open and are no longer open right that's one of them right
0: yeah (laughs) so there you go that is your bonus four track ep um i'm going to make all of these available in separate playlists or something of that nature and distribute them outside of the episode so people can listen to them um on their own merits and whatnot and put them together and see the wide spectrum and range that we're making here but um once again phil thank you very much um not just for doing the main episode but for throwing in a couple of contributions to this uh, sort of silly strange eclectic and eccentric bonus ep well,
1: thank you for having me i had a great time lovely speaking to you hopefully uh, i'll and speak you. to you again <laughs> oh totally yeah. yeah
0: it won't be another 10 years uh, away <laughs> yeah.
1: and yeah and thank you <laughs>